Amen, amen, amen. Next song we're going to sing is Nothing Else by Cody Carnes. And hopefully you'll be blessed. Nothing else, nothing else. 
We are not here for blessings, Jesus. You don't know anything. We lift your name this afternoon. We give you all the glory and honor, God. Thank you for giving Oh God, we take it as a privilege. Saints of God, it's a privilege to be here this afternoon. Wherever you are, just open your mouth, begin to worship God. Begin to say thank you for the gift of life, God. As we seek you this afternoon, we know that God, your presence is here with us. We worship you. We give you all the glory and honor. Nothing else will do, Jesus. Nothing else will do, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing else. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Nothing else will do. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Nothing else. Nothing else. Thank you, Jesus. Nothing else will do one more time. I'm caught up in your presence. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want yes, to Lord, sit caught up in your presence. at your feet. We just want to sit here at your feet, Lord. Worship with us. Worship with us this afternoon, guys. Worship with us. It's never in vain to serve God. In fact, it's a privilege to serve God in Jesus' name. Oh, I'm for blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. Yes, Jesus, you don't owe us anything. anything that you can do. Thank you, Amen. 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 My name is Mrs. Joyce Waiguru. Welcome to Living Effectively, for this is our victory, which has overcome the word, even our faith. We can find that in 1 John 5, 4. Welcome to the gospel adventure into the word of God, accessibly by faith. Like I said, my name is Mrs. Joyce Waiguru, and I want to welcome each and every person that has tuned in this afternoon. Even as I read Matthew 6, 33, it's a very common verse, but I felt like reading this today because... The last song we sang has emphasized on this verse that we are not here for blessings, God. We just want you. We've come to seek the blesser and not the blessings. And so in Matthew 6, 33, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Everything that we are seeking for, my dear sisters and brother, we will find it in Christ. All we need to do is seek his face first. Seek Christ first and all these things that we are looking for, be it your job, your health, anything that you're looking for is found in Christ. Welcome, Pastor John, for the word of God, even as we continue this afternoon. Welcome, welcome. Uh, I just want to greet each and every one of you in the name that is above every other name. Thank you for tuning in for today. I just want to welcome our first time, if it is your first time to be with us. I want you to know we welcome you, we appreciate you, and we know God has something good for each and every one of us. And to everyone that has already logged in, God has something for everyone. So before I get you to the word of God, we'll have an introduction in Jesus' name. Amen.
Hey kids, my name is Daryl and I am so excited that you're with me today. Today we're in a series called Words. Now have you ever been talking to someone and they use a word and you don't know what it means and then you feel bad asking what it means? Well this happens to me a lot and it happens in church a lot. So what I want to do in this series is talk about some of these words we hear at church and we're going to learn what they mean together. The word that we're talking about today is kind of big. So I'm going to have my friend King James help us out with this one. He is really good at knowing what big words mean. Hello there, boys and girls. Our word for today is redemption. (laughs) To redeem is to buy something back, to repay or to win back. So when someone is buying something back, it's called redemption. And the person who is buying that something back is called the redeemer, or you could say the buyer. So that's three words, redeem, redemption, and redeemer. Say those after me, redeem, redemption, and redeemer. (laughs) See you later, boys and girls. Thanks, King James. Now, what we're saying today is this. I am free because Jesus paid for me. All right, let's say it after me. I am free because Jesus paid for me. Awesome. And our verse today is Ephesians 1, 7. And it says, In Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. This verse is saying that we can be forgiven of all of our sins because Jesus died on the cross for us. And he died on the cross because he loves us and he has great kindness towards you and towards me. Now to help us understand this word redemption, I'm gonna have my friends Pete and Toby tell us a story. Hello, my name is Pete. And I am a puppet. And my name is Toby, and I'm a dog. Well, and a puppet. Wait, hold up. You're a dog and a puppet? I'm confused. I'm both. I'm a puppet dog. Wow. You are truly amazing, my friend. Thank you. Truly amazing. Thank you. Today, kids, we are talking about redemption. And right now, we would like to tell you a story to help you understand redemption a little bit better. So there was this one time... Where Toby and I built a boat so we could sail it on this sweet lake by his house. We built this boat in a secret underground lab. This boat had it all. Sails, guns, rockets, and a V-Day engine. No, Toby. We painted it in my bedroom. Remember, we got paint all over the carpet. Oh, yeah. Your mom was really mad. Yeah, but we did put a lot of work into painting it and testing it to make sure it could float. One day when we were playing with our boat... A big breeze came and blew it to the far side of the lake, and we couldn't find it. We searched and searched, but we couldn't find it anywhere. And it got too dark, so we had to go home. The next week, we were doing some shopping with my mom, and BAM! Our boat was for sale in the window of a thrift store. We went into the stores and tried to explain that the boat was ours, and that we had made it. But the store owner insisted that he had bought the boat from the man who had brought it into the stores. Toby and I wanted that boat back so badly that we got all of our money together to pay for it. So you could say that the boat was ours twice. Once because we made it, and second time.
time because we bought it. This story reminds us how we belong to God because he created us. Now, we also belong to God in a special way because he redeemed us. That's right. God made us and Jesus paid for us by dying on the cross. That's called redemption. Okay, well, I hope that helps you out. Bye. 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 In the Bible, people had slaves. Now, this wasn't good, and it was really, really sad. People that owned slaves were called masters. Now, being a slave was really, really hard. You had to do exactly what your master told you, and you had to do what they said, and this means that you didn't have freedom. You couldn't do what you wanted to do. You only had to do what your master told you to. Back then, people could redeem slaves. This means that they could free a slave out of the slave market by paying what that slave was worth. The person that paid this price was called a redeemer. Now the Bible says that we have all sinned, and before we know Jesus, we are a slave to sin. Whoa! (sighs) Sin tells us what to do, and we do it. If we want to lie to our parents, we do it. If we want to cheat at school, well, we do it. If we get angry and want to hit someone, we do it. It's hard to say no. You could say that we are in the slave market of sin. As sinners, we can't pay for our own sin. So we need someone who is not a slave to sin to pay for our freedom. Now, Jesus is the only one who has no sin. And so Jesus is the only one who can pay for our freedom. So Jesus, our Redeemer, paid the price to free us from the slave market of sin. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, the payment for sin is death. So Jesus had to go through death himself in order to pay for our sin. And Jesus knew exactly what he was doing. Before he died on the cross, he said this word, tetelestai. And that means it is finished. Or... Paid in full. Whoa! Now we don't have to be a slave to sin. We can serve a new master, Jesus, the one who freed us. This is called redemption. It's a gift of freedom from all of our sins. And we don't have to work hard to earn it. We just have to accept it. We have been bought by Jesus, and that means that we belong to him. Being redeemed doesn't mean that we won't sin anymore, but it means that we don't have to do what sin tells us to. We are free, and we have the power to obey and serve Jesus. And not only that, we are free from the big payment of sin, which is death and separation from God. But Jesus paid that price for us so that we could have life in Jesus and that we could be with God forever. The Bible says that when we see that our sin is wrong and we turn away from it and we turn to Jesus and we believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sin and we believe that he came back to life and when we confess with our mouth, when we say with our mouth, Jesus, I believe that you are my Savior, my Lord, be the King of my life. When we do that, We are forgiven of all of our sins, and we are saved. If you want to be free from all of your sins, you can pray a simple prayer with me right now. 
If that's you and you've never done this before, then let's pray together. Repeat after me. Say, Dear Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sin. I believe you came back to life. Jesus, forgive me of all my sin. I want God's way. In Jesus' name, amen. If that was you today, congratulations. That was an awesome decision, a big step, and you are free from all of your sins. That is so awesome. Remember, I am free because Jesus paid for me. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. I just want to thank the Lord this particular moment for that introduction. Just before we say anything else, shall we just... Pray, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for this moment, even to understand your word. As we visit this doctrine of redemption, we pray that you shall open the hearts of men and women as you minister to each and every one of us in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, I just want again to welcome each and every one of you so that we can dine together as we study the doctrine of redemption. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, the doctrine of redemption is one of the great truths of the Bible. And if I will not be able to finish today, I don't mind stretching it through next week or the next week after. Why? Because it's imperative, it's important for us to understand these great truths that is found in our Bible. This is part of the basis of why Christ died for us. So as we answer the question, what is the true significance of redemption? It is important, ladies and gentlemen, to understand that the truths of redemption and atonement are two of the cardinal doctrines of the Christian faith. In other words, they go together. So this lesson shall deal with redemption. Hopefully after we are done with this, we will go to the atonement. So redemption and the atonement are the basis of regeneration, justification, sanctification, reconciliation, and all the doctrines of grace. Someone said the word grace means God reaches at Christ's expense. As we dig deeper into the redemption, please open up your heart, just like the introduction just mentioned, and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. Redemption is the great plan of God, and it covers the work of God in Christ. So the Bible is filled with redemption. And the theme of all scripture is Jesus Christ. But the message of the Bible is redemption. I'll repeat. The theme of all scripture is Jesus Christ. But the message of the Bible is redemption. So we can truly say, therefore, that redemption is of God through the parcel of his son, Jesus Christ. 
our Lord. Every great truth of scripture is dependent on the blood of Christ. Redemption is based on the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ is to the Bible, listen to this, what the blood is to our bodies or life. The death of Christ is the ransom or redemption paid to the demands of God for the sin of the world. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now, to introduce to us the first scripture regarding what is the true significance of redemption is Dylan. Please read First Peter chapter 1 and verse 18, please. For you know that it is not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. Amen. Here, the word means to lose by price. That is to say, the price paid for freeing a captive to release by ransom. So it's important for us to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that you are not redeemed by corruptible things. You are redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Now listen to this. There are three Hebrew words meaning similar truth. Redemption or redeem means to set free, to let go, out of bondage or to ransom or recover. So that scripture here, it shows that we were loose because we were paid by a price. Let me give you three things. There are three requirements of Kingsman Redeemer in the Old Testament. Number one, you must be willing to redeem. In this case, Peter reminds us that Christ was willing to pay for us through his precious blood. So for you to be a kinsman redeemer, you must be willing. I thank God because our Christ was willing to pay every price for us to be redeemed. Secondly, you must be a kinsman, have the right to redeem us. That is to say, Christ, the Bible says we were created in the image of Christ. It's important for us to understand that Christ is God himself. That is to say, he was involved in our creation. So he has the power, he has the right to redeem us. Why? He must be a kingsman. The Bible says, he who knew no sin died for us. He came as a man, died for us, that may be redeemed. And the third one, he must have the means, the power to redeem us. Here, we have Christ who knew no sin. He has the power. Only someone without sin could redeem us. And in this case, 
God sent his only begotten son that whoever believed him should not perish but have everlasting life. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 17. What does the Bible says? If any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. In other words, all sin vanishes the moment you are in Christ. So when God looks at you and me, he sees the image of his son. Calvin, read for us Luke chapter 1, verse 68. Luke 1, 68. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. Amen. Amen. Here the Bible says, praise be to God. Why? Because he has already given to us a redeemer. Hallelujah to Jesus. So it's important for you to understand that God really played a big part in redeeming us. I thank God because the plan of redemption was already decided even before we sin. And we saw that one in Genesis 3.15. As soon as man sinned, God already declared to Satan that he will make sure that the seed of a woman will bruise his head. That is to say, a redeemer was already planned. The Bible says concerning Jesus that behold the lamp of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. That is to say, God already had planned just in case man sin, the price was already set. Sam, please read for us Titus chapter 2. And verse 14. Who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own. Amen. Thank you so much. Here we see that already God had a plan for each and every one of us. Redemption was already in the heart of God. He himself already gave himself. Why? Because he wanted us to be redeemed back to him according to the first plan that he had for us. He wanted us to reign on this earth, just like he is in heaven. And I thank God because Christ was willing to die for each and every one of us. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amani, read Hebrews 9 and verse 12. Neither by the blood of goats and cows, but by his own blood, he entered and once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Amen. All those three scriptures already shows that Christ died by paying a price for our life. That is to say, anyone that confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord, you have the right. That's what the Bible says, as many 
us receive him who Christ. He gave them the right to be called children of God. Romans 8, 16, the Bible says what? It says the spirit of the Lord bears witness with your spirit that you are a child of God. Why? Because you have been redeemed. The price has already been paid. You have been loosed from sin by reason of the blood of Jesus. So we all have a reason to thank our Christ, that Christ himself, he was more than willing to redeem us. Hallelujah to Jesus. So we should live the rest of our life for him. Graylon, if you are there, please read for us Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13. Galatians 3 verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Amen. Thank you so much. So ladies and gentlemen, the first one was, the word means to lose by price. The price paid for freeing a captive. That was the first three scripture. Now the scripture that Graylon just read introduced to us another meaning of redemption. Here, the word talks about to purchase out, to buy up out of the possession of anyone. That's what the Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For curse is any man that hangeth on the tree. You have been legally purchased by Christ himself. And that is to say the life that you live now is not your own. Somebody sang and said that we have been offered to the deity. It's no longer Pastor John that liveth, but Christ liveth in me. It's no longer you that liveth, but Christ that liveth in you. So we need to ensure that the life that we live now, we live by faith, by trusting Christ. He desire to have you. Just like when you buy something, it belongs to you. You bought it from the seller. Now it belongs to you. We were bought by the price. We all belong to Christ Jesus. Amen. Nyambura, read Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. Okay. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16. Make the best use of the time because the days are evil. Amen. Amen. So here we are being told because the price has already been paid. You do not need to waste your life. You do not need to waste time. Dive into it. When something is bought for you, your work is to receive it. Christ has already paid the penalty. You just need to receive it. 
pray this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I receive you as my personal savior. Wash me, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, Father, I choose to live for you in Jesus' name. Amen. The price has been paid. It's yours for the asking. Receive it. Hallelujah to Jesus. Deborah, please read Psalms 34 and verse 22. Psalms 34 and verse 22. But the Lord will redeem those who serve him. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Amen. Thank you so much. Here the Bible Amen. says, when you come to him, he's more than willing to redeem you. It's important for us to understand. Right now, the door of redemption is open to everyone. But it's not going to be open forever. That's why the Bible says, let's take time. Maximize the moment when the gate is there. You do not need to continue suffering. Christ has redeemed you. God is waiting for you. No wonder he says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, Behold, he stands at the door of your heart, and he is knocking. He says, if anyone open up their heart, he will come in and die with him. You do not need to suffer again. The penalty for sin has already been paid. But you can only have it as yours when you open up your heart. Because Christ is more than willing to redeem you. His desire is that none may perish, but all may come to the unity of faith. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Marianne, please read Psalms 136 and verse 24. And freed us from our enemies, and his love endures forever. Amen. Here, we are seeing another word for redemption, which means to break off, to tear away, to rescue, to deliver. You are being rescued, delivered, teared away from the hands of the enemy, break forth from every wall the enemy had put around you in that jail. You do not need to continue with your old life. You have been set free to let go. You need to let go. The Bible says, when Jesus called Lazarus from the dead, he said, lose him. That is John chapter 11, verse 40 to 44. He says, lose him and let him go. Today, God is telling you, be loose and go. You cannot be bound again. You need to be loose. But ladies and gentlemen, you need to come to that understanding that you have been set for, you have been rescued, and you have been delivered. Don't listen to the lies of the devil. The moment you are loosed, you come into the kingdom of God, you will begin to experience a new life. There is something good that is waiting for you over the other side. Through Christ's redemption, 
You can experience that life today. You do not need to wait until tomorrow. <clears throat> the redemption power is at work. You can receive that redemption. You have been delivered. You have been rescued. The chains of sin has been, been broken off your life. You can run to Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower where the righteous runs into it and they are saved. Glory to God. Adiel, please read Psalms 130 and verse 7, please. Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord this is mercy, and with him is abundant redemption. Amen. Thank you so much. Here we see in the Lord there is abundance of redemption. Here, another word that is used here is the abundance of redemption. If we have been redeemed by the precious blood of Christ, then there should be a division between us and the unbelieving world around. The division here, God has already put a demarcation. There is a wall. The moment you are born again, People should see a difference in your life. Hallelujah. Because you have been redeemed. The desire to sin has been broken. You have a new life. God has already turned you 180 degrees. You are no longer the tail, but always the head. You can trust God. Focus, enjoy the redemption. Let God bring that change. Let God change you inside out that when people look at you, they can say, you look like Christ. You have the attributes, the way you behave, the way you talk. You no longer talk like the way you used to before. You have been transformed. No wonder. The Bible says, through the servant of God, Paul says, I beseech you, brethren, by the masses of God, to present your body as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable before God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, it says in chapter 12 of Romans, but being transformed by renewing of your mind, that you as a person may know what is good and perfect will of God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Jalen, please close for us with Job chapter 19 and verse 25. Okay. For I know that my Redeemer lives and he shall stand at last on the earth. Amen. Here, through the servant of God, Job, he says, For I know that my Redeemer liveth. I have good news to everyone that is listening to me. Your Redeemer liveth. If you are in Christ, your Redeemer liveth. Here introduced to us another word, which implies for redemption. Not only to redeem, ransom, or recover, but also to avenge and bring into view the office of one 
who at once was kingsman to deliver, to redeem you, hallelujah, and to avenge for you. That's why the Bible says what? Vengeance belong to me. Why? God has to protect you because redeeming. It's just like when you buy your phone or when you buy that toy, whoever comes and try to steal it, as the owner, you have the right to protect it. You can resist him. You can say, no, you can't take that. That belongs to me. Go and take yours. I paid for it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been redeemed. Hallelujah. So all that today was just introducing to us the meaning of redemption. Next week, we'll continue building up now. Now that we understand the meaning of redemption, we'll need now to understand the person of redemption. Who is Christ? The person that redeems us. Who is he? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Over to the programmer. Amen, amen. Thank you so much, Pastor John. What a word. I am so blessed. Even as I wait, if there's anybody that has a prayer request or, you know, a burning testimony, I'm giving you like two minutes as we sing Mambo Sawa Sawa. Please feel free to unmute yourself and let us sing together. That things are already better. When the Lord is on the throne, things are already better. Come on, sing with me, guys. Mambo sawa sawa swakiwa Mambo sawa sawa Mambo sawa sawa Mambo sawa sawa Yes everything is alright sawa sawa and the precious blood Let's pray. Father, in the name that is above every other name, we want to thank you for the significance of your redemption. That in that you loved us so much that you bought us by the precious blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for purchasing us out from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Hallelujah. We thank you, dear Father, because you set us free and you let us go to you. Hallelujah to Jesus. Thank you for rescuing us and delivering us. Thank you for breaking forth the chain of sin. And also thank you for putting a partition between us and the kingdom of darkness. 
I pray to everyone of us who is listening to this word, who is bound today, I command a release. I break the chain of the devil over their life. I declare today as they receive you as your personal savior, those chains will be broken. Lord, they will be changed and transformed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. I want to ask a question in our midst. If you are listening and you're saying, Pastor John, I hear the word of God. And today I'm compelled to respond to this invitation. I want the work of the redemption. I want the significance of the redemption to begin to work in me. Please pray with me. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I come before you. I know that I'm a sinner, but from today, I acknowledge the wonderful work of redemption that you did for me. In that, you pray, you, you died and paid the price that I may be set free. I no longer need to continue in sin. Therefore, I receive you today. Wash me and make me a new creation. Thank you, Father, for the gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have prayed that with me, I want you to know you are a new creation. You can text there. You can call it any one of us. I want you to know we'll be more than willing to build you up and to encourage you to walk in this walk of faith. We all started from there. 25 years, we are still strong, loving Christ and rejoicing in the kingdom. God bless you. And remember, Jesus is Lord. Amen. Hallelujah.